Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Also check out our merch store on thefinsite.threadless.com. We're joined here tonight by Brad Icorn. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill's Bruiser. That's B-I-L-L-S-B-R-U-I-S-E-R. Brad helps us throughout the year with some Buffalo Bills insight. He's given us a look from the opposing sideline as the Miami Dolphins square off against the Bills here, noon central time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Dolphins currently are five-point favorites at home. Brad, thanks for joining us. Guys, thanks for having me. That's so let's look at the Bills team here. Obviously, it's been a little bit of a rough season for them. Better the last three weeks. They've had a, a bye week and a win over the Jets and a win last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think I've ever seen a player that people were more split on, including Paul and I, before the season as Josh Allen. And Josh Allen had an injury throughout the year, but did come back. And over the last two games here, actually, no, it was the last game that he came back, and the Bills pulled out a 24-21 win over the Jaguars. What is the general feeling in Buffalo right now about Josh Allen as that future quarterback? I would say hope is the key word here. Everyone's hopeful. I don't think it was unanimous that Josh Allen was the guy that they wanted in Buffalo. When Roger Goodell read Josh, I think everyone was hoping that the next word was going to be Rosen, not Allen. But since they drafted him, you know, the Buffalo community has really welcomed him in, and he's embraced it. Uh, From the media standpoint, he says all the right things. He's very good about talking about how he loves playing in the city, loves the city of Buffalo. Um, He's been a breath of fresh air from that standpoint. Uh, But he's so raw that that was the big question marks coming in. And I I think for anyone who saw their game against Jacksonville last week, I think we're finally at the point uh, that we're seeing progress out of him. Uh, Because this is really a throwaway year. Bills fans went into this year expecting very little. I know we went to the playoffs last year. We ended the drought. That was great. Last year's team overachieved. This year, uh, this is year two of a rebuild. And this is a true rebuild in the sense that next year we have a ton of cap space opening up. Uh, You know, maybe we can get out of draft purgatory if we don't perform, you know, over expectations. There's nothing wrong with winning. But at this point, I think uh, Bill's Mafia really wants this team to put something together long term. And that's what we're trusting and trusting the process that Sean McDermott is putting together. But right now, I think the jury's still out on Josh Allen. You know, ask me a year from now and I'll probably be able to give you a better answer. But it's first year. Expectations are low. We really want him to just learn and then, you know, go into, you know, a year or two or year three, you know, ideally have a type of year that Patrick Mahomes uh-huh. is having. That, that would be nice. 
But yeah. uh, I, I would say that's the wishful thinking here, at least. Right, and there's not a lot to judge. I mean, Allen missed some time. It kind of reminds us a little bit of Ryan Tannehill's first year in Miami. They were drafted about the same spot. They were raw. And so it's going to be a couple of years till we make a decision, like you said. Let's look at his offensive cast. It's been a little bit of a rough year for that, as you know. Shady McCoy averaging 3.3 yards a carry on the season. The receivers, Charles Clay has been hurt a lot of the year, just 169 yards on the season. Zay Jones leads them with 392 yards. Kelvin Benjamin's been a big disappointment. But they did get a lot of, or or at least a couple of big plays last week, out of youngsters Robert Foster and Isaiah McKenzie. How do you see the passes and uh, the rushing attack being split up here? Um, Well, we went into this season knowing the offense was going to be bad. And as week by week has gone by, we're just like, wow, this is like a historically bad offense. And it's nice that the last couple of weeks we've seen them click. And credit goes to Brian Dable, our first-year offensive coordinator, uh, coming out of uh, Nick Saban. I know, I believe he had been an offensive coordinator at one point with the Dolphins, and I believe with the Bears as well. But Dable's been around the league for a while. Uh, I like what he's been putting together because he doesn't have a lot of weapons on his offense. You got an aging Shady McCoy, who um, he's just been, you know, he, he looks like he's in the twilight of his career and. That was one of the surprises at the trade deadline as they decided not to move him. Um, I you know, wouldn't be shocked if he's not back in a Bills uniform next year because I honestly don't know how much he has left in the tank. Chris Augury has been good pounding the ball out. Uh, a breath of fresh air compared to fumbleitis and uh, – gosh, name escapes me. The guy from uh, Carolina and San Diego. Um, oh, Kelvin Benjamin. No, not uh, the running back. Oh, Mike Tolbert. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike back. Tolbert, yeah. yeah. Yes. He's been a fresh of air, grounding it out, Mike Tolbert, because Mike Tolbert could pound the ball last year, but he couldn't hang on to it. So Chris Ivory's been a nice compliment, but I know he was hurt uh, just a couple weeks ago. We haven't seen a lot of Marcus Murphy. He's been more of a special teams player. Uh, but you talk about Robert Foster, a guy who barely made the team as an undrafted free agent got cut, re-signed to the practice squad and called back up and has had uh, the last two games he's played in the Jets and uh, last week against the Jaguars, long touchdown grabs. He's He's been good, but um, I'd say the city of Buffalo practically can't stand Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, the lack of effort he puts on the field or lack thereof, um, he's been very disappointing and they can't wait to get rid of him. So I think we're riding out the year with uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Clay's been hurt a lot. Uh, Jason Crum's a young tight end. I think he's developing nicely, but he's not quite there yet. Um, and I, you know, stats line may not show, but I think Zay Jones is actually starting to come together second year. It's going to take another year to get some more playmakers in, but I think Zay Jones could have a spot with his team, you know, next year and maybe a year beyond that. Uh, he's yeah, he does look like he has that. He has that look of uh, at least a, you know, six two, two hundred pound. Possession receiver, maybe a little bit faster than that. So, yeah, again, he, he's going to be someone who looks like he's going to grow with Josh Allen. The offensive line, I know they lost uh, Richie Incognito, former Dolphin. seems like we keep talking about former Dolphins. And at left tackle, Cordy Glenn, they lost too. Deion Dawkins, from what I understand, has done a pretty good job for you guys. But the rest of the offensive line looks like it's kind of been bitten by the injury bug. And 
you still have Jordan Mills at right tackle, who Cameron Wake's given a lot of problems to over recent years. Yes, and don't forget we lost our Pro Bowl center, Eric Wood, uh, when he failed his uh, team physical last year with a Mm -hmm. career-ending neck injury. So, yeah, it's been rough on the offensive line. We knew it when Richie pulled his crap this offseason when he, uh, you know, retired. Uh, So, not that Miami Dolphins fans aren't, you know, used to putting up with crap from Richie Incognito. But, uh, yeah, it's been rough on the offensive line. Cordy Glenn was practically non-existent last year, so we knew what we had in Deion Dawkins, and he has done well. Uh, Jordan Miller and John Mills are, I guess, holding the right side together. But uh, Bodine's been, I guess, okay, kind of patchwork. Um, this offensive line needs a lot of work, and I would expect this team to address it in the draft. But they're going to be put to the challenge, like you said, Cameron Wake. Uh, has uh, been able to get into the Buffalo backfield quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, Allen's going to be under duress, and I would expect, like he did against Jacksonville, to see him utilize his legs quite a bit. Well, the Bills, looking at their schedule going back to week four, offensively zero points, 13-13-5-6-9. And then the last two games, 41 when they had Matt Barkley against the Jets and 24 against Jacksonville. So we'll see if they continue to put up those points and get some big plays too moving on to the defensive side of the ball obviously a lot better for buffalo on the season i mean still some the old stalwarts uh, jerry hughes and and defensive tackle kyle williams who've given the dolphins fits over the years how is this defense shaping up really well um and i believe statistically at least recently they were ranked the number one defense in the nfl um which says a lot because they have no offense. But uh, uh, the really the linebacking core was one of the biggest questions going into this offseason with what we had. And I, I think it's turned out really nicely. Our, our rookie linebacker from Virginia Tech has been a stud this year that uh, he's been asked to do a lot more than expect basically quarterback this offense from the middle linebacker spot. He's the one calling the plays in the huddle. Uh, he's really, Tremaine Edmonds has had a really good year uh, as a rookie. Um, Matt Milano has come alive. He's only a second-year man out of Boston College at the outside linebacker spot. He's playing well. And then Lorenzo Alexander must be drinking from the same fountain Tom Brady drinks out of because uh, he, he's looking as youthful as you can for a guy in his mid-30s. So the linebacking core, I think, was one of the biggest positive surprises for this defense this year. Secondary-wise, we know what we have in Tredavious White. He had an outstanding rookie year. He still looks solid this year. Micah Hyde was a great free agent pickup in 2017. He's holding strong. And then Jordan Poyer has been an excellent, excellent addition at the safety spot this year. Um, I know the other corner spot, we had Dante Davis. We saw how how that worked out here. I hope he's enjoying retirement. Another former and, Dolphin. Uh, but, <laughs> that's right. Uh, but Taron Johnson, uh, rookie, I believe, out of Clemson, he's had a very good year at the cornerback spot. That defensively, um, with how it's been patchwork in some areas, especially at linebacker, you know, like I said, you have a rookie in Tremaine Edmonds at middle linebacker. They've been very, very good this year. This is definitely the, the brighter side of our team. And I saw they started Levi Wallace at cornerback, too, from Alabama. So you've got Robert Foster and Levi Wallace playing very meaningful snaps for Buffalo at those two spots. And, yeah, statistically, they certainly check out because in terms of quarterbacks, 
if you go back to week three, I'm looking at my sheet here, they've held every opposing quarterback in that game to a quarterback rating of under 84, except for Andrew Luck. And they faced Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Marcus Mariota. It seems like they always do a really good job of stopping the pass. And against the run, just allowing 3.91 yards of carry to opposing starting running backs. So without question, this seems like it's going to be more of a low-scoring game for the Dolphins and the Bills. Something that, you know, we see always see an uncharacteristically high score in these types of games. So, Brad, what do you think the Bills need to do to win this game? Well, first and foremost, if you want to win this game, you have to win the turnover battle. They cannot afford the turnover of the ball on offense. Uh, Josh Allen has been extremely patient. At times, he's been lucky. But he's been good about limiting the amount of turnovers he's committed each game. So, I was at the Texans game. It was the turnovers that lost us that game. Um, so, you know, ball security, if we can force a turnover or two, that would help. But winning that turnover battle, I think, will make or break this game for the Buffalo Bills. And I have a feeling Jordan Phillips might end up playing a major role in this game. He plays about 25, 30 snaps a game for Buffalo. We've seen firsthand when he turns it on and he's motivated, this guy's a monster. But the flip side of that can be very bad too. So before we get to your prediction, how has Jordan Phillips been and what's kind of the outlook of him for Buffalo right now? Um, I like them. I like the draft. I, I, I like him coming into this lineup there that when he has been playing, he's been lights out. Um, I, w- I would think he's been a good compliment on the defensive line. I know Starla Tuite gets a lot of the play at defensive tackle, but uh, when we put Phillips in on the, on the defensive front, he's been solid that um yeah coming out of stanford i think he was pretty highly touted and he has not disappointed this year if we could get more play out of him that would be all the better so that and like you said you know it's it's how much we can keep him on the field so i think yeah add something special to that team and a lot of depth on the defensive line yeah and sorry to sorry to cut you off yeah harrison phillips so you've got two backup tackles defensive tackles named phillips harrison phillips third round pick out of stanford it was somebody that I saw mocked to the Dolphins a lot in the second round until he fell to the third round for Buffalo. How about Jordan Phillips, uh, the former Dolphin that the Bills picked up? Yes. Um, refresh me on him. Yeah, Jordan Phillips, uh, yeah, number 97. So probably yeah. not a very meaningful impact so far. So we'll we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's your – so what's your prediction in this game, Brad? Gosh, I I really don't know at this point here. Um, you know, I saw the Miami Dolphins start hot, and they've cooled down as of lately. Uh, you guys should have beat Indianapolis uh, last week. So um, I'm, I feel like Miami could go either way. And then Buffalo is uncharacteristically playing better than they're supposed to right now, kind of like last year a little bit, uh, though we're not going to make the playoffs this year. I can almost guarantee that. But um, no, it's in Miami. It's uh, it's at whatever the name your stadium has now. Is it still Sun Life? I don't know. It seems to change every five years. Hard Rock Stadium. uh, (laughs) Hard Rock Stadium, yes, sir. Uh, No, I'm going to go with the Dolphins in this one. I'll say Dolphins, uh, we'll say 24-13. And that will do it for our breakdown of the Buffalo Bills roster with our Bills correspondent, 
Brad Icorn. You can follow him on Twitter at Bills Bruiser, B-I-L-L-S-B-R-U-I-S-E-R. And you can follow Paul and I on the Fin side on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. Also, check out our merch store on the finside.threadless.com. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save 